0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week.
1: We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner.
0: Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome to the Angel
1: Tarot Show with best-selling author and angel tarot expert, Radley Valentine. Plan your week ahead with gentle guidance from your angels combined with the wisdom of tarot and create the magical life you deserve. So today, Rad, today's a super exciting day because we are stepping into what's going to be a three-part series to help anybody and everybody who's been thinking, okay, maybe I want to step into my gifts in a big way. Maybe I want to share my gifts with the world. Maybe I want to have a career doing this and doing this thing that I love, but I don't know where to start and I'm not sure what to do. So Rad, do you want to tell them today's topic, the main title of today's program?
0: The main topic is uh, recipes that can be made with strawberries that are fourteen days old. Anything? Not, no, a no, no, smoothie, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, Wrong Zoom. <laughs> no, that's next week. That's next week. I'm so sorry. Today, Yes. Today's topic is how to be yourself in a bigger way and why that matters.
1: Yeah. And specifically, why it matters in the realm of kind of what we're going to call the spiritual industry. Which is a business and an industry just like any other business and industry, and I think we joke around about it sometimes that it feels like the spiritual industry is like you know the you know these these deities on Mount Olympus, this whole pantheon of teachers that have been doing it for decades and decades, and they've written books and they're best-selling authors and they have all this stuff going for them, but in reality, <laughs> I'm just imagining Rad. You know, like with his white robes and his crown.
0: Well, right now I want to know, it's like, am I Apollo? Am I, you know, it's like, who's John Holland? Who's Colette Reed? I want to know who, I want to place all of these people and figure out where they fit.
1: So. I'm going to give, I'm going to, I'm going to give you like love. I think you'd probably be like Eros or somebody like that Aww. who's just going out there and spreading love to everybody and having them fall in love and just access all these, these different versions of love that make you feel seen and make you feel connected. That's how I see it. That's what I would okay, assign well, to you. Well, then
0: we're going to make you Hercules.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. I got to do some more crunches. (laughs) You're
0: carrying the social media world on your shoulders.
1: (laughs) Yes. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, So the, the reason why this is important, and let's kind of set the stage, right, for everything that's going on. Everybody who's here, I think, had like... A little bit of an inkling that this is something they're even kind of a little bit curious about, Mm -hmm. or they just want to know, or they're already doing it somehow, and it's not quite working, or they've done it and they had a lot of success, and then they didn't like it. That's certainly something that could happen. And now they're kind of coming back to this center point of saying, all right, well, what do I do? Being yourself, we are finding, after having done this type of class for two years now, Mm -hmm. rad and i have been working on this and prior to that i'd launched this course before and prior to that i had done other trainings and i've been working with clients and teachers like this for so long that the thing that we always circle back around to is this concept of Just being yourself, but also the reality and the realness and the humanness and the imperfectness being something that you should be proud of. So remember that for later, because we're going to get to it. But I want you to start thinking about, okay, I'm exactly the way I am for a reason, and that everything that's happened happened for a reason. And the timing of right now is happening for a reason, so that we can all kind of get past some of those bumpy parts and get on the same page right now. So put that to the side for a second. The thing we know right now that's happening out in the world is that more people than ever before are awakening to the benefit of spiritual work. So that means that they are moving away from organized religion and moving into spirituality. And again, more people than ever before. So now all of a sudden, and this is like studies you can Google, all of a sudden people that used to identify as I'm X religion are now saying I am Ex-spiritual person. I like energy. I like angels. I like chakras. I like, you know, uh, transcendental meditation. I like this. I like that. It's a whole different shift that's happening. And it was happening before, but now it's happening at an increased rate. So it's important to know like a lot of people have, have made those steps and a lot of people have been part of the industry that brought this change around. And I would venture to say that it's, you know, since pop spirituality, if we want to call it that, kind of started until now. And then in this moment is that breakthrough moment where more people than ever before at an increased rate are going from religious to spiritual and you can't have both you know like you can experience both but people are finding more safety more unconditional love more understanding more connection on this side of spiritual exploration than the rules and regulations of organized religion so i'm not knocking either side of it and you know radley you know can put this the thing that's like you know that this company does not support the views of whatever like that's that's fine i know you do though but the way to kind of describe what's happening is everybody's waking up and not only is everybody waking up it's happening really fast so rad would you agree or disagree in your time in the last like 10 plus 30 plus years of doing this have you seen this change have you noticed this like how's that shown up for you
0: i i know absolutely i mean i definitely think that um people are embracing Um, spirituality more and more and more uh, because religion is failing them in one way or another. Um, That does not mean that religion doesn't have a powerful and meaningful aspect to be in people's lives. Um, I just did an event this past week uh, where someone walked in and showed me just how powerful though the combination of those two things absolutely can be. Knocked my socks off. But a lot of people don't have that ability to blend those we kind of like want to focus. Um, and I think spirituality is definitely more and more and more becoming people's focus because it's non judgmental. It doesn't have this whole element of you must be this in order to be that. Spirituality is you must be yourself in order to fulfill your life purpose and in order to be the person that you absolutely should be. B us saying no hierarchy exactly because for me at least spirituality doesn't have a higher a hierarchy there is god spirit source whatever or gods or whatever you have that, that floats your boat, and it's done in a, in a way in which you don't have to feel less yourself in order to fit your beautiful and perfect square peg into a round hole. And so I definitely think that um, spirituality is mankind sort of stepping out into their own uniqueness, their own specialness to say, all of us are magical. All of us are amazing, and we don't have to like walk lockstep behind any set of rules in order to be embraced and loved by the divine and all the people who are around us, especially those who feel the same way.
1: You're such a genius, Rad. I love the oh, way you. You're said so that.
0: sweet. Thank you. No, you're a genius. Oh, <laughs> you? Yeah.
1: But, but what you're saying, the thing that I want to kind of extract from what you're saying is to show everybody that. This concept of being yourself, while it it gives you this personal transformation in terms of being in touch with yourself, being that perfect child of the divine is rad, refers to all of us. It also is the foundation from which you could actually build and extend yourself outside of your comfort zone to start sharing your gift with the world. And, you know, to go back and loop back to this concept of more people than ever before are awakening to the benefits of spirituality, that means in your normal daily life where you're walking around and maybe think like, I'm the only one who believes this or I think maybe I'm a little bit weird because I'm into energy or I have an intuitive gift or I've got this or that and I can't talk about it, the chances are more people than you realize that are physically around you are into it but also don't have the ability to say anything about it because they're afraid of being themselves. So this is why I think it was important when we were planning this video training series that we started with this like very, I wanna say simple to understand, maybe a little more difficult to do concept. So it's simple to understand that I should be myself, right Rad, that's like, what does that look like for the normal, well not normal, but I would say the spiritual adventurer who's struggling with that issue. What would you say to somebody who's, who's really struggling with the concept that my best life happens when i let go of the past and i let go of judgment i let go of fear and i just step into this place of being myself like what does that feel like or what does that look like
0: first of all it's going to feel really good it's going to feel empowering second of all it might feel a little bit scary ooh a little bit scary because when we do that, there's this whole aspect where we, maybe as spiritual people, maybe as people who consider ourselves to be maybe just a little bit weird or like me, a whole lot weird, is that we feel like, oh, I'm definitely going to be judged. I'm definitely going to be shot down. And the thing that is really, really important about allowing yourself. To, oh oh Michaelis said it perfectly being seen is so vulnerable and yet being seen is wonderful mm-hmm. wonderful well I tell people all the time that one of the things that I love most in the world is about be is being seen because and be there is an acknowledgement in being seen. Maybe you're seen and and it's a positive thing. Maybe being seen creates a whole sort of other energy that you don't want, but you were seen and you were seen for who you truly are. That's the only way that we make a difference in the world. You know, it's like if I had just basically hid myself in my weird little corner in am in my weird little corner in my weird little room, and I would never be what I want to be. I'm making this song up as I go. And the thing that I want you to know about that, that's so powerful, is go back to that meditation. I did not plan that. That I had no earthly idea that's where I was going. None. The whole aspect of getting in this place where you can allow yourself to be seen for who you truly are is that kind of magic then happens. Mm-hmm. And you know what else? If you're the kind of person who wants to have an effect on the world, who really wants to change the world in some way, it can be a small way, it can be a gigantic way, but I guarantee you it isn't going to be any way at all if you don't get yourself out there where people can see you. We talk all the time about like not wanting to have to do the parts of our of our service to the world that is businessy. We don't like it. You know, we don't want to do that because we, for some reason it feels icky-oo-oo to us. Well, I'm going to tell you why it feels icky-oo-oo. It feels icky-oo-oo is because we were taught to make it sound icky-oo-oo. We were taught that if we have a gift, we were taught if we have magic in our veins, which everybody does, we were taught that if we do that, then we must give it away. We must do that. And that's not the way it works on planet Earth. And the way it works on planet Earth is that it's this wacky little system. And yet here it is. And so we have to like allow ourselves to have the confidence to walk up to the train tracks when, when the train stops to get on the train with full confidence that the universe is going to send us on the path that we were meant to go on. And when we reach reach our destination, we have to be our full and most magical selves. We have to walk off that train onto the train station ready for a full standing ovation. And, you know, it's like Mooney talks about this all the time, about this whole aspect of going into a situation, expecting the worst to happen instead of Going into a situation and expecting the best possible thing to happen, and when we allow ourselves to, my, my, what? How did my mom used to put it? Don't sh- don't hide your light under a bushel, which is a totally southern way of saying don't hide your light under a a, a basket or something. It's like you can't hide your light. A, a, Tammy's saying, let your fleet. Okay, this has always been hard for me to say. Let your freak flag fly. But you know what? That whole that whole sentence. Which of those words is the most important? Is it freak? No. Is it flag? No. It's fly. It's fly. It's soar. No wonder butterflies showed up in that meditation. No wonder. There are hundreds of people in this space, and I defy anybody to say that I ever, ever started a meditation with Archangel Michael's light turning into butterflies, because I'm certain it's never happened before, but it happened today because it was meant to happen because that's why we're here, you know, To we can call it let your freak flag fly, or we can call it Be yourself in your biggest, grandest, most amazing way so that everybody can see you. But that takes earthly strategy.
1: Boy, oh boy, do we have a really good earthly strategy for you in this situation. And again, Rad, I think the thing everyone to zero in on if you're multitasking or if you're doing other things to like lean in a little bit to this is this concept of, We know that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. We know that, right? Everyone's on board with that concept. So that human experience part, I feel like, is the the half of the sentence that everybody ignores sometimes. They're like, they love the part where they're spiritual, and then they get to that human experience part, and they're like, and they just kind of gloss over it. At least that's what I used to do. The human experience part is the part that we're going to be focusing on in balance with the spiritual thing, like bringing these two things into balance. That you have to pay attention to the spiritual part and pay attention to the human part, because there are definitely things you have to do here on Earth to make all of this connect. So, sure, could you sit there and hope and wish and pray and manifest and vision board your way into the perfect career? Rad, is that how it worked for you?
0: Ah. I mean, I think a little bit, little, (laughs) little by little, maybe. I mean, it's like I think those things are important from the standpoint because I think that we as human beings tend to place our confidence in aspects that are outside ourselves. You know, it's like a vision board is really great and magical from the standpoint of where we outpour ourselves onto the board. But then we sort of like believe the board has the magic and the power to get us in place. And to the extent from a law of attraction that we believe that I think that that can work. But I also think that behind the scenes, that's almost like the curtain, right? That's the curtain. And it's like when the curtain opens, there's got to be the guy in the back who's moving the gears, yeah. And what's critical is knowing what the gears are and how to move them.
1: Absolutely. And that's, that's it. That translates into actions. Rad, you didn't just sit there and hope and wish and pray that a, a contract would land in your lap. That might have been part of it, but you took actions. You no, studied, yeah. you learned, you went to events, a, pretty, a really important event that changed your life. You went and did things. You stepped out of the fear and into the spotlight essentially in every little action every gear that you turned every liver that liver every lever that you lifted got you to where you are now and got you to this point where i believe and and i i know it from my story had i not done certain things i probably would have taken a lot longer to get to where i am now i don't think that i wouldn't have gotten there i just think it would have taken a lot longer and it would have been a little bit bumpier But it's the actions that I'm talking about. It's the actions that I want everyone to start thinking about is that even if it's the tiniest little thing of creating a post on social media or going out there and joining a newsletter list or, you know, uh, exploring what it would be like to kind of dress or look or feel a certain way that makes you feel more connected to with who you want to be out there in this industry, these tiny little things all start to add up and they start to cumulatively add up and give you that momentum that you need to be ready for anything. So, and I say this because I've been in a situation where I needed to be ready for anything. And thankfully I was, Rad, you've had some of these moments where you had to go, it had to happen and it had to be something that you were ready for and you'd been studying 30 years of learning this stuff to be ready to jump in. Tell us a little bit about that kind of jump in moment for you if you have one. I'm gonna tell mine first, uh just because I you know, I I, I wanna set the stage here. So I'd been doing work for a while now. I'd been working, you know, I worked for Tony Robbins. Then I get this amazing opportunity at Hay House. Then I leave Hay House and I'm kind of out there on my own trying to figure out how's this all going to be. And from leaving Hay House to when I would say my breakthrough moment was maybe like five years of pretending I'm doing it or wishing and hoping and praying or sitting back on my couch eating potato chips and just hoping somebody's going to knock on my door and offer me something. And In the middle somewhere there I had a little burst of excitement and I think everyone that's listening or watching this kind of has had those moments where it just feels good like you wake up one day, the stars feel aligned, you feel kind of full of energy and your your clarity and and purpose and and vision and you're like okay I'm going to do a thing. My thing was I called a friend of mine who records videos and I said, Hey, I just need to get this one video done for my website. And it's just a video that explains who I am and you know what I can do and how it all comes together. Now I went and filmed this video. I would say, conservatively it took me about 37 tries and it was about four hours of my life and by the time i got to like the last hour of it i was doing this hi my name is mooney and i can help you create spiritual businesses and i just kept breathing in and i couldn't exhale because i was getting so like worked up and i just couldn't do it And it finally came to this, like, last little blip of of getting it out and knowing that it was our last take. And she said, I gotta go. Like, I can't be here anymore. The sun is setting. We're losing the light. I need you to just do this. Please just do this. Don't think about what you said. Just go for it. And wouldn't you know, after all of that, the final take was the one that got used. That video went up on YouTube and on my website. And that was found by a company in Switzerland who was looking for someone to teach about spiritual businesses. They called me. They flew me out to Switzerland. I was there for a month. I recorded this whole course. I did this international launch. I got to speak on stage in front of 1600 people. And that was like mind blowing in itself. But the fact that it dialed all the way back to one day I woke up and I had some energy and I had a vision and I just ran with it. I didn't tell myself why not. I didn't say, I'll do it later. I didn't push it off to another day. I just kind of jumped. And I don't know where that came from. I know it's spirit. I know that there was like a moment happening and I had to like grab it and it was leading me towards this future. That future got me some of the best clients I've had. That got me here in front of you with Radley and being able to share this moment. All of that I can trace it back to at least at first that one moment of just saying, I got to do it. I got to go. So, Rad, I know you've probably got a similar story somewhere in there that there was like that tiny little thing that happened that you're like, okay, that was it.
0: My boyfriend gave me a book. I mean, seriously, it's like, you know, it's not Lee, who I'm with and have been with for 15 years. Hallelujah. But, you know, it's like my boyfriend before that gave me a book. He gave me a book. And it was I was on my way to the beach, Puerto Vallarta with my best friends. And he gave me a book and I read the book. And the book was all about what it's like to be a psychic and have a spiritual career. I was still working in accounting. I had been studying spirituality since I was in my mid 20s. So 10 years ago. Right. But it's like that book was the catalyst for me. That was the book that pushed me out of the I love spirituality and I'm going to tinker and play with it and the, oh, someone's asking the book. The book is called Born Knowing by John Holland. But the book literally knocked me. I feel like it, oh, I'm such a nerd. So I've got a Star Trek reference, but I will not bore people with it. But it like knocked me out of the the boring little journey that I was on and made me stop and go, wait a minute. No, this is what I want this. I feel like this book is is me and someone's been following me around all this time. And that was the book that made me go, you know what? I am done. You know, I'm done with accounting. I can't do this anymore. I quit, you know, my accounting job. And I started like to really, really, really follow this path. I took classes. I studied. I I, I took my knowledge from being the, the B-flat vanilla generic, someone who's just on a, a silent, quiet path to the, the path of dedicated attention towards this thing that really matters to me. And that created a situation where I was like in front of people and in front of people and people looked at me and went, oh, this little boy, he's cute and special. What's this? And that energy took me to the next, to the next, to the next thing until one day I'm sitting at a thing. And the next thing I know, I have a Hay House contract. The next thing I know, within two years, I'm speaking in front of audiences with 3,000 people and going, how did this happen? And I remember literally having been on tour for an entire month in Europe because all of this happened and getting on a plane and crying the whole way home mm-hmm. from Europe. The reason I cried is because I was crying the whole way home going, please don't let this be the end. Mm. Please don't let that be all that, 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 that was it. And now I'm done. And, and so, you know, I came home and I I was like, no, it is not. And, and I just kept working and kept working. And I told you, it's like, I've signed so many Hay House contracts now that I've lost count between video courses and and all kinds of things. But it's like, I am so published, you know, to have done all of this since 2011 in 12 years I have put out 15 products. That's crazy. And yet it's like what I love. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, when you find yourself, when you find the the real you and you like tune into that and you go for it, it is literally like sticking your finger in a light socket in a good way. It is fuel. It is fuel for the magic.
1: I don't even know what to say. That was, I mean, it's so brilliant what you're talking about. Like this, the concept of knowing that this book or knowing that this getting up and going, doing this video could change the trajectory of where you're headed. And it could put you on, I always think of it as, uh, is it Candyland? I think it is, where if you get, like the cinnamon bun you get to like skip ahead and go to the cinnamon bun this is what it feels like these are like those cinnamon bun moments i'm going to call it that forever now but but this is really what we're talking about is like this this training the ability of us you know for for us to get together 3 times together to be able to talk about this to be able to explore this in a safe and happy bubble to be able to be supported by spirit and by other human beings as you're embarking on it like all of these things are cinnamon bun moments that help you jump to the head Jump to the front of it and make sure that you're getting there and having a a beautiful experience as you're doing it. So, why are we saying all this stuff? What are we talking about? What's the point of all of this? The point being is, in the spiritual industry, when you're stepping into it, in your journey of when you're going from student to teacher. Teacher, I'll take teacher. That's good. I'll take yeah, student to teacher or student to healer, or student to practitioner, or whatever it is that you want to do, wherever it is that you want to go, there's a moment where you have to define yourself. And I want to be really clear. You're defining yourself, you're not limiting yourself. I think this is something that it's easy to get stuck on. I don't want anyone to think that their gifts are limited, or that their abilities are limited, or that their their connection is limited, or any of those things, or there is no limit to those things. But when it comes to the very human reality of the spiritual industry, you have to be easy to understand and identifiable out there in the marketplace. So remember what we talked about at the very beginning of this, where I, you know, I really want you to start to, to think about what kind of confidence, what kind of certainty, what kind of boldness, what kind of no fear attitude you could, you could cultivate if all you had to do was start being yourself in a bigger way and it gave you these doors and it prepared you for these opportunities and it it gave you the energy to just walk up to a perfect stranger and look them right in the eye and shake their hand or greet them and tell them who you are without stumbling or feeling nervous or looking away or you know sig- signaling or or identifying or telegraphing that you are uncertain about your gifts or that you're uncertain about promoting yourself or that you're uncertain about selling or you're uncertain about any of these icky ooh, ooh, dirty words that we associate with stepping out into the spotlight and becoming an entrepreneur or starting a business does monday at the office feel like a storm So the gift here is this process that I've been working on for a while that started back when I was doing aerospace engineering of all things, uh, which I think is funny. Wait, what?
0: (laughs) That
1: that is a story that I've never heard. (laughs) There's a whole thing behind it, but I'll just tell you that we were working on this project to help engineers. So just think about this for a second helping some of the brightest and most educated engineers who have degrees from universities all around the world, we were helping them find the confidence to communicate in a human way their skills and abilities. Um, So I associate that with, they were physically going up into the higher realms and we might spiritually be going up into the higher realms, but you still have to take these huge concepts and bring them down to earth so that people can understand them. A little secret from the marketing side of what i do most people in this day and age have a fourth grade reading comprehension level if something becomes too complicated or too difficult or has too many parts or too many sentence fragments they'll lose it they'll lose the thread they won't be able to follow you their eyes will glaze over and they'll be like and they'll walk away you only have a brief amount of time to get people's attention and I would I would venture to say, think about it this way. You're stuck in an elevator with Oprah Winfrey. You've got less than a minute when she asks you who you are and what you do. Are you ready to answer that question? Do you know right now are you totally ready to answer that question or would you be like well you know i i I like tarot cards and you know i also i'm into angels and and you know i'm very intuitive and i have this and like would you trip over it would you have trouble being able to tell oprah who you are and what you do now i'm not judging anybody i'd probably get nervous Rad, I don't know if you'd get nervous. You'd probably do like a three card reading before the elevator got rescued. You'd probably be doing a Celtic cross by the time they rescued you. But for everyone that's listening, it's like we're trying to boil this down and make it as easy as possible for you to get to this breakthrough moment. Like This is the breakthrough moment for you so that you can say, all right, now I know the cinnamon bun thing is happening. I'm going up the thing. I'm going to skip ahead so that I can get to Candyland faster and easier than I ever thought possible. The exercise, and remember these four letters, A-A-N-V. Adjective, 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 noun, noun, verb. verb. Adjective, adjective, noun, verb. Write that down somewhere. And again, if you're multitasking, just take a minute to write down A-A-N-V, adjective, adjective, noun, verb. And does anybody like Mad Libs? Anyone ever play Mad Libs growing up where you had to like fill in the sheet? That's all we're doing. We're creating a Mad Libs, a spiritual Mad Libs to say, These are two words. These adjectives are two words that accurately describe who I am in the spiritual industry, right? So these are two of the millions of words that could describe the wonderful, weird, and woo woo version of yourself. But we're just picking two that feel really aligned. So whatever those two adjectives are, I'm a loving and compassionate. Uh, I'm a intuitive and magical. I'm a Wild and woo-woo. I'm just picking two of these descriptor words that describe who you are, that lead people in and catch their attention, but they've got to be kind of who you are. I can't say that Radley is a grumpy, surly tarot card reader because it wouldn't be true. Once they met him, they'd be like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. So you have to be really honest about where you are right now, not who you are when all the lights are on and you're like, hey, everybody, it's Mooney. That's not sustainable and it's not authentic. You have to be really honest with yourself about what these words are. A good place to look for them would be any like very good friend of yours that sees you sometimes more clearly than you see yourself and you trust their opinions. They might be a good resource for you right now. Another way to do it would be to look at some testimonials from past clients. And if you start to see similar words popping up, that could be the entry point to figuring out one or both of your adjective, adjective, noun, verbs. So yeah, Tara, in the, like Lauren, you're asking for an example. Amanda, Southern Belle of Spirituality, we'll get to that second. But magical and intuitive are a great way to start. Like if you don't know what your adjective, adjectives are, the chances are you are magical because Rad says we all have it in our veins. So let's be... Let's, let's take that. Let's own that. And then intuitive. Are you intuitive? Are you empathic? Are you, you know, uh, gentle? Are you safe? Are you trustworthy? You know, all of these words that, yeah. So just make sure that they're descriptive words. So you're loving, you're gentle, you're safe, you are, um, intuitive. I'm trying to think of more, more words, but that kind of gets you started, right? Most of us on here are intuitive and empathic or we are empowering and intuitive, or we're gentle and we're loving. So those are words, loving and spiritual, all of those things, intuitive. So just start playing with those words and start swapping them out and see which two words kind of go together. And like Rad's talking about, it's going to feel a little bit like you stuck your finger in a light socket in the best possible way once your two adjectives come together. Once you finish the adjective part, your next phrase, the next part of it is noun. So noun is gonna be the title that you would give yourself. So if you're a certified tarot card reader, you can use that. If you are an an, uh, animal communicator, you can use that. If you are an archangel channeler, you can use that. If you are a uh, love and relationship coach, you can use that. If you are a manifestation maven, you can use that. Whatever title that you wanna use that is the legitimate title of what you've done I know that almost everybody on here has taken a ton of classes a ton of certifications you've read some books you've done you know you've done things before and if you haven't you're still an expert in your own life your own struggle your own transformation even just still breathing and being here on this earth and moving forward in a lot of cases for some people is in itself a certification <laughs> so you're able to take whatever that is and turn that into your title again you can still be i'm just a healer and you don't want to say just a, but i'm an i'm a loving and intuitive healer i'm a loving and intuitive guide i'm an, a magical and mystical high priestess you could like whatever you want to be we're creating this out of thin air. So whatever words make sense to you, and sometimes you got to go through again and think about what classes have I taken? What do I really love? What are the things that excite me? Do I like chakra? Do I like to balance chakras? Do I like to do this? Do I like to do that? You know, like where would you put that? So Rad, I think we kind of like we're stop halfway through because I'm curious to know for you. I know that that you do this a lot, but like, what are the two adjectives that you think describe you the best?
0: So this is the part where in order to kind of come up with your now, your your adjectives, you kind of have to sort of step aside from your perhaps naturally born humility or perhaps your self-imposed humility. So you, you have to step aside from those for just a second and say, how would others perhaps look at me? And what of those words can I embrace? And so for me, it's like I I love the word magical and I might take it, um, but I think that a lot of people think that I'm very inspiring. And so I might take inspiring. So I might say magical and inspiring. I might say inspiring and compassionate. I might take inspiring and poignant or inspiring and hilarious. But that word that I feel like that has sort of come into my life that I have to take my humility out of the way and go is that I'm inspiring. I have to embrace it so that I can say it so that people can understand it so that people can come back to me and I can continue to be inspiring. So I might say, I think I'm going to go with inspiring and compassionate. And I think that's what I do, because it's like I have a ton of compassion for people. And I think what I like about compassionate is that it brings in by its very nat- nature, it is nonjudgmental. By its very nature, it says, I understand people and I meet them where they are. And I don't care what their path is, as long as it's not hurting them. Oh, someone, Pat says, inspiring and compassionate. Oh. You certainly are. That's sweet. And then I'm a teacher, you know, I'm a mentor. Actually, I like the word mentor better. I'm going to go with mentor. You got to be willing to say, I'm going to acknowledge the very best of myself to pick those adjectives.
1: Yeah. And I think the thing that, Maybe you're experiencing right now as you start to do it and some people that are in the chat I'm kind of getting it and maybe there's somebody that's feeling this way So I'm just gonna address it the number one thing that was gonna stop you here is this concept of imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. which is like, people are writing about it, it's becoming a thing that's well known. It's this concept that even though you've taken the classes, even though you've read the books, even though you've put in all the years of work, even though you're really good and your clients are telling you that you're really good, even even though, even though, even though, even though, there's still that voice in your head saying you're not good enough. Or there's still that voice that's saying, you, you know, it's too late for you. Or there's that voice that's saying, like, there's too many other people that you'd have to compete with. And they've, they've got more this or they've got more that or they've got whatever. Adjective, adjective, noun, verb is the cure for all of that. It's the antithesis to your your imposter syndrome. It's you being able to literally weave together an incantation, an affirmation, a prayer. All of this stuff woven together to give you the strength to be able to say, actually, no. I'm a compassionate and inspiring mentor and give yourself the energy of being able to say it and believe it. And you have to do that by practicing this over and over and over again. One of my favorite mentors, somebody that I feel very fortunate that I even got to like be in the same room with, let alone work with, was Louise Hay. And I know, Rad, you've got similar stories. One Mm -hmm. of the things that Louise gave me when I was working at Hay House was my own personal affirmation. Everywhere I go, there's love and laughter. So. I think that it it has become something that that I would say you need to give the gift to yourself of an adjective, adjective, noun, verb, so that you can start to say it in the mirror to yourself, so that you can tell yourself that I love you and you are a, a compassionate and inspiring mentor. I want you to start using this as a way to step into this reality where you believe it. And you will get to that point. It will become the truth for you if you keep doing it and you keep practicing it. But I will give you this one thing: is that I I love that Lauren. Lauren says I create happiness for everyone around me. And so if you think about this as less of a I'm creating my marketing identity and more about I'm creating a customized and personalized affirmation that's going to help me get over the things that are limiting me, it's going to help me get over this imposter syndrome, it's going to help me get over, and Rad mentioned it before, this concept of balancing out paranoia, something bad's going to happen, with pro-noia, which is something really good is going to happen, to start to balance those things out. And another part of it is removing this concept of anything having to be perfect. This adjective, adjective, noun, verb is a work in progress. It will change as you change. It will evolve as you evolve. It'll become clear to you at one point if it doesn't feel real anymore, or if it doesn't feel like it it aligns with what you're doing, you're allowed to change it. Those two words can be changed to anything. The noun can be added to if you get one more certification, if you get one more modality that you become an expert in, you can pile that in and that can be part of your noun. It doesn't have to be one word. It could be a whole phrase. So we've got adjective. We've got adjective. We've got noun. That in itself is an affirmation now. And I think I saw somebody ask this question. Do we do it for where we are now or do we do it for where we want to go? The answer is both. If it's easier for you to do it right now, where you're at, I'm an adjective adjective noun who verbs, and when I say verb, I mean it's a statement about what you do so if you are uh a, a compassionate and and uh um what rad, what were your two again compassionate and Good, inspiring a, compassionate inspiring mentor who I'll answer for you, takes the fear out of spirituality for people from all around the world and all walks of life. That verb part is where you get to play the most and have the most fun. You get to clear chakras. You get to bring healing to people. You get to, you know, break through limitations. You get to transform trauma. All the little magical things that you do in one short clip sentence. You're completing the ad, the, the Mad Libs. You're saying, I'm an adjective, adjective, noun, who, verbs. So let's take for example, Rad, if you were just talking about your Angel Tarot work, what would you say was your verb when it comes to working with Tarot? What, do you, what kind of results do you create? What do you,
0: I, what I, you- I'm trying to find a verb that means fear crusher.
1: <laughs> who transmutes or transforms or releases or breaks through.
0: Breaks through. Yeah. I breaks through.
1: Perfect. So you, so you break through what?
0: Limitations.
1: So you're breaking through limitations so that somebody could, so that you can. So
0: you really want to draw it out.
1: Yeah. I want the whole thing. Remember, we're stuck in an elevator with Oprah. She needs to know. She's going to book you based on this conversation.
0: (laughs) Oprah, Honey, you hold this, please. Um, I I think that for me, then it's like, it's like, releases people's fear of spirituality. I mean, it's like I say it all the time. It's like, I don't want people to walk around with a fear of spirituality that I grew up with because I don't think that that to me, by its very nature, limits God in that whole experience. And I don't want to do that. So it's like, I'm trying, that's what I do that I love the most is to help people to wake up I mean, it's like for those of you who were just in my class this past weekend, wake up, step out, be you, blow past it, get to the next step. It's like transformation. I like that word, too, because that's a Uriel word. Helping people to transform into who they really are. We're back to butterflies
1: Okay, and I just want everyone to notice what happened right there. And Rad, thank you for playing along with that, because this is the discovery process of how to do this work. There's words that you kind of tumble around when you start doing it, and you're like, meh, it's kind of this, breakthrough, maybe. And then did you notice how different Radley became when the words were being, when the words felt real, when the words were spiritually charged, and his voice changed, and his face changed, and his gestures changed, and all of that transformed? That's what you're looking for. You don't want to just tell people what you do. You want to show them what you do when you're saying these words. You want the whole thing, what your face, your physical features, your voice, everything is going to be aligned with this awesome, amazing thing only you can do. And that you've got this adjective and you've got this adjective and you've got this noun, which is a real awesome title. And then you've got this beautiful love letter to anybody who's looking for that kind of healing, anybody who's looking for that kind of of peace, anyone who's got a wound that matches the thing that you can provide. Think about it that way. It's a little message in a bottle. It's a little love note into the universe so that anyone who sees a video of you, anybody that sees a post that you've created, anybody that listens to an interview that you've done, anybody that interacts with anything that you've created is going to hear some version of that at 2 o'clock in the morning on their worst day And they're going to say, there's something here for me to explore. I want to find out what she's up to. I want to find out what he's been doing. I need to go and find out more about this thing. I need to step into this reality. This is going to be the thing that changes everything for me. Here's what's at stake.
0: Your enthusiasm should be contagious. Yep. I I mean, people should literally like, they should be smiling because you are.
1: And if it was soci- socially acceptable, Rad, one of your adjectives would be contagious. But I don't think we should use that one anymore. <laughs> Not in the moment. Not in the moment. That's very
0: 2019 right now. It
1: is super 2019. But this is this, it comes back to that old saying that they always talk about where it's like, they're never going to remember what you said, but they're always going to remember how you made them feel. Exactly. You have to imagine that the words that you're saying are more for you to get your body and your energy in the right space and the energy that you're putting out and the feelings that are being created in other people is what's being transmitted. So if that takes a little bit of the heat off of you for the words being quote unquote, and we're going to throw this word in the garbage, perfect. We don't like that word anymore. We're just going to put it away. We're going to release it to its own recognizance out in the universe to do its own thing. We're no longer going to allow the word perfect to be a part of what we talk about here. But we're gonna let you play with this we're gonna let you expand this we're gonna let you have fun with this so that you can get that and i guess we're gonna have to come up with something different because we might get you know some angry letters finger in the light socket but in a totally good way feeling when it comes to a spiritual light socket, is that what I'm gonna call well,
0: it? I mean, Camille is saying that basically it should elicit Muppet arms.
1: Yes, Muppet <laughs> arms. Camille, I can't believe I forgot that. So it's the, it's the level of excitement that shakes you out of your physical state. Exactly. It's the level of excitement that makes you like, be, shine bright, literally beam light out into the darkness through your eyes, ears, nose, and you know, nostrils, wherever. But the, the light's gonna come out of you when you say this thing. And as you practice it and as you work on it and as you kind of let it evolve and let it grow, spiritual light zapper. (laughs) But as you start to let this uh, thing kind of take on a life of its own, it's going to become that thing that you're known for. It's going to be like when you, when you flash forward in the future, if I'm doing a podcast interview with you or you're being interviewed on something or you're on the today show, the hour, the third hour, which by the way, if anyone's doubting, that spirituality is not going mainstream in an enormous way. Just this last week, I was sitting at the airport, and on the third hour of the Today Show, there was an honest-to-God astrologer talking about astrological forecasts for people and why it's important right now. Third hour of the Today Show. I'm waiting for it to hit the second hour of the Today Show, and then maybe it'll be even bigger of a deal. But the fact that that's on there, or on my local news in upstate New York, they're interviewing energy healers and people are taking it seriously. Athletes, you know, business people, everyone from all walks of life, they're all starting to dip into this concept that there's something to be explored here. So I want that to be like the little last piece of energy for you to take into the next couple of days Because your homework for this session is I want you all to come armed on Thursday for part two of this training with your adjective, adjective, noun, Mm -hmm. verb. Mm -hmm. And I want to also remind you that we're taking the word perfect. It's a wonderful word. We love this word. We're not trying to like damage it or destroy it or knock it down or throw it away or make it feel bad. We're just giving it wings and we're letting it fly away temporarily. And we're just releasing it back into the universe so that it can go have whatever adventure it needs to have. And it's going to leave us alone for a little while. It's going to let us do our thing. It's going to let us step into this and play what if and play pretend and have the energy of doing a Mad Lib on a 17 hour car trip to Illinois and laughing so hard that you puke. Now, that's an exaggeration, but that's how I that's that's how it looks for me. That's the energy of excitement and fun and joy that you want that to go in with. You want to be able to have fun. So play some music that you love. Ooh, tomorrow's a full moon. Yes, release, but no longer serves you. Love it, love it. We planned it. that, right? Totally planned it. Yes. And I just ate lunch, so I'm technically also a full moon. So there we go. <laughs> but, <laughs> but here's what I'll say, is try to just be goofy. Try to be silly. Try to have fun with this. I know you know how to do it we all were able to at some point just kick that off and just go with it and try to have fun as though it's like a mad lib you're doing as a kid and you're coming up with the most wacky the most outrageous the most wonderful ways to describe yourself so that you can do that for somebody else so that would be my my wish yep
0: we can totally take this and and angelize it because it's a pink moon okay so pink is the pale pink is the color of archangel ariel ariel is the archangel of manifestation abundance and prosperity among other things so we can take that whole thing and we can spend the time between now and thursday working on our whole thing of uh, adjective of noun verb and go this is the last day that i am not this definition of myself that i've created i am releasing Doubt. I am releasing fear. I am releasing anything that holds me back from fully and one hundred percent being my adjective, adjective, noun, verb. Amazing. I know. All Who right. knew Every- when we planned this a year ago that it would be on purpose for a pink moon?
1: I did, listen. <laughs> there was no way of us knowing, but I I firmly believe that somebody was was guiding the wheel there. Right. So I will say this to everybody that's listening. Um we're going to get the recording out as soon as we can. Um mm-hmm. we're all we're going to see you in a couple days. You got yes. like, you know, 2 days to do this and get this going. We are not going to address perfect. We are going to lean into this full moon energy. We're going to lean into Ariel. We're going to ask for help and guidance and support and we're going to make this happen. Take this important time and make this part happen. It's one little step in a bunch of little steps that are going to get you a lot further than you realize. So, Radley, I just have to take a moment and thank you mm-hmm. again. For being part of this with me, for helping us create this, for both of us being able to get be a product of our work, because there's authenticity there, that we do this all the time. We create this energy, we sit down and we think about the words that we're using, and we think about what we're creating, and we try to put fun, that's our word, I think, for the year unofficially, fun back into all of this, because that's what we want to help other people do as well. So just thank you, Rad, for being vulnerable with all of us and allowing me to be vulnerable to share myself and for you to share yourself and inspire everybody to share themselves. And I, I just, I love you, Rad. I don't know what else to say.
0: I love you too, Mooney. And I, I love what you've taught me. I love what I've learned from, from having spent time with you, but I love more than anything that you're one of my best friends now. And that's another thing that happens. It's like, guys, I wasn't looking for this. It just came from the sky. The universe brought it and it not didn't just bring this person to help me make my business go the next step. It brought me a new member of my family. That's how the angels work. That's the magic of it. Thanks, Brad. So, thank you, sir.
1: All right. Bye everyone. We'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, See you in a couple of days. You've been listening to the angel tarot show with Bradley Valentine to discover more, visit Bradley, com slash podcast.